Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm starting off this new series on my YouTube channel, talking about player profiles and outlooks for each player for fantasy football in 2020. I'm going to be doing as many players as I possibly can over the next couple of months until it is time to make and have your fantasy football draft. So, obviously, I'm going to touch on each player's past, as well as what I believe is going to be the future for Austin Eckler and his 2020 fantasy football value. So before I get into the video, I'd like to ask you guys could please go down below and click that subscribe button. But while you're down there, if you're already subscribed, please go down. There's going to be a link in the comment section to a Twitter poll. It's based on who is the best fantasy football analyst, best expert, as they like to say. I'm not really an expert. I don't consider myself one, but just vote for me, please. It's down below. I would really appreciate it. I really would like to win that. So let's get right into it. Austin Eckler, player profile for fantasy football in 2020. First, we are going to start by looking at his playerprofiler.com overall look. So his workout metrics, Austin Eckler ran a 4.48 at the combine, 83rd percentile 40-yard dash, 59th percentile speed score, 95th percentile burst score, 86th percentile agility score, and he didn't do any reps in the bench press category. Five foot nine, 199 pounds, 25 years old as of right now, undrafted, and then becomes an obvious beast. His FFPC ADP right now, FFPC is pretty much one of those high-stakes websites where you can draft fantasy teams for a higher amount of money. 18.1, so he's a second-round pick going around the middle of it, and I project by the start of draft season, he is going to be one of those guys that is going inside of the top 12, inside of the first round of your 2020 fantasy football draft. I find it funny how his best comparable player is Danny Woodhead, because he plays like Danny Woodhead, just, in my opinion, a much better runner. Next, we're going to take a look into his stats from 2000. And 19. Last year, he finished as the fourth best running back in fantasy football. He had 19.3 PPR points per game, which ranked as the sixth best running back overall in fantasy football. So you can tell that the guy was really beasting it all year long with Melvin Gordon and without. And we're going to go actually a bit deeper in a couple of minutes about Melvin Gordon being there and with Melvin Gordon not being there. 132 carries, 8.2 per game, 34th in the NFL for running backs, 557 rush yards, 34.8 per game, 33rd at running back. So his carry total and his rushing yards are not very good. They just were not very good in 2019. But where Austin Eckler was eating like his name was Ezekiel Elliott is in the pass catching game. He was the second best in targets and receptions as well as receiving yards behind the great Christian McCaffrey. 108 targets, 6.8 per game, second at running back. 92 receptions, 5.8 per game, second at running back. 993 receiving yards, 62.1 per game, second at running back. His red zone touches were 27, 1.7 per game, 27th at running back, but his total touchdown number was very high, 11, 8th at running back. So overall in 2019, he had a very, very good overall season. He battled through the fact that Melvin Gordon was there. He battled through the fact that a lot of people thought, like myself, that Justin Jackson would be involved in the offense, but he put those haters down and just absolutely murdered them. He said, shh, he hit him with the Dikembe, no, 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 because he was scoring fantasy points every single game. If we look at his splits last season, 12 games he played with Melvin Gordon versus four without. If you guys remember, Melvin Gordon was chilling out in Cabo. He said, fuck you to the Chargers and decided that he would get more money if he held out. That was very wrong because now he's on the Denver Broncos and didn't get the big payday that he wanted. So in the four games without Melvin Gordon in the game in PPR, he averaged 27.25 points per game 
in those four games, which would have been 436 fantasy points if he played all 16 games without Melvin Gordon. Now, I understand that that's fucking ridiculously high, and I don't expect that for 2020, but it's important to note how good he was without Melvin Gordon on the field. But when Melvin Gordon was on the field, he was still a beast. Even averaging 10 points lower at 17 per game, that's still a very high total for a running back, especially paying the second round price in 2020. His receptions went up by point about point three when Melvin Gordon was not there. His touchdown total was cranked up by almost 0.5.75 versus 0.42. His target number actually was lower without Melvin Gordon on the field, which I find to be a bit interesting, but not super important since it was pretty close. His receiving yards number went up by seven when Melvin Gordon was not on the field. His rushing attempts went up dramatic, not dramatically, drastically by about seven per game. So he was getting a lot more rushing opportunity once Melvin Gordon was out of there at the beginning of the year. And his rushing touchdown total obviously was a lot higher because he scored a couple of touchdowns in those first four games that didn't score any in the rushing game in the final 12. So 0.75 per game versus zero. And his rushing yards almost doubled 28 with Melvin Gordon versus 55 with out. So honestly, last year, I think what we can get from this is that he's so much better without Melvin Gordon. And you also have to understand that even if there's another running back there, he still will eat. But no one behind him, in my opinion, has anywhere near the skill set that Melvin Gordon has for him. Melvin Gordon was a guy that last season, before he ended up trying to hold out, most people thought was going to be drafted inside the top six running backs. He was going up there next to guys like Chris McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, David Johnson, and then it was fucking Melvin Gordon. Everyone had a really high approval for him, as well as uh, obviously Alvin Kamara. So when he wasn't in the game, many people were surprised that Austin Eckler was that talented, and Austin Eckler turned out to be one of the biggest steals of the 2019 fantasy football draft. So now that we've looked at the past, we are now going to go into the future, or the present, I guess you could say, in 2020. So the Chargers offseason, they bring in Ty God-Taylor, they draft Justin Herbert, and they draft Joshua Kelly. So I'm not too worried about Joshua Kelly. They still have Justin Jackson in the backfield as well, so I'm not too worried about any of them eating into Austin Eckler's workload. He'll probably see a majority of the snaps. He's going to look good this year. I promise you that. They bring in Tyrod Taylor, obviously, as the quarterback, and they draft Justin Herbert. So who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Chargers? I honestly think the season starts with Tyrod Taylor being the head honcho quarterback. Now, how deep into the season is that going to change? I don't really know. I think it'll be like four to eight weeks of Ty God, and then the other half of the season is going to be Justin Herbert. So there is this notion with Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor doesn't dump off the ball to the running backs. Tyrod Taylor's running backs won't be any good, which is fake news. It's a stupid fucking statement. Once you look at the legitimate facts about LeSean McCoy when he was Tyrod Taylor's running back. So in 2016 and 2017, LeSean McCoy played with Tyrod Taylor. He played 15 games in 2016 and then, or he played 15 in 2017, I should say, and they played 14 in 2016. In both of those seasons, LeSean McCoy finished as a top 10 running back, running back number seven in 2017 and running back number four in 2016. Looking at the stats, though, I have pulled up from 2017. In the 15 games that Tyrod Taylor started in 2017, LeSean McCoy was averaging 14.3 half PPR points per game and 16.27 
PPR points per game. Now, I understand there is that notion. The main notion about Tyrod Taylor is that he doesn't dump the ball off to the running back, and that is just completely false. He was averaging 5.13 targets a game, LaShawn McCoy was getting. He was getting 3.93 receptions with fucking Ty Rod Taylor, as well as 30 receiving yards, and he did end up scoring some touchdowns. He only scored two the whole season at .13, but I think Austin Eckler is obviously much better than what LaShawn McCoy was in 2017. Even though LaShawn McCoy was still a very talented running back, he was getting closer to the end of his career like we are seeing right now. He's obviously handing the ball off to him 17 times per game, and they are also getting 65 rushing yards as well as .33 rushing touchdowns per game. But I don't think the rushing aspect of Tyrod Taylor is super important because he's obviously just going to fucking hand the ball to him as many times as the coach calls Austin Eckler's number. What's important is the pass-catching game, and Austin Eckler will certainly be involved with Tyrod Taylor being the quarterback or with Justin Herbert being the quarterback. So, what is my verdict on all of this? What do I think about Austin Eckler? For this whole video, I want you guys to have taken what you just heard right now and leave a comment down below on what you guys think about Austin Eckler. Do you want to draft him? Are you passing on him? Or do you feel kind of indifferent? And did this video sway you at all? either way. So my verdict is to draft Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is going to have a huge season. I see no way he finishes outside of the top 12. I think his rushing upside is immense. His pass catching upside is immense. And the fact that the LA Chargers are going to be having a solid defense, it means they're going to be able to run the ball a lot, but they are going to be down a lot of those games as well, even if the defense is pretty fucking good because their offense just isn't all that hot. So I think Austin Eckler is going to have a lot of opportunities to score the ball and those splits with Melvin Gordon versus without tell the whole fucking story to me. Austin Eckler is going to go absolute beast mode in 2020. So let me know what you guys think about Austin Eckler down below in the comments. Make sure to vote for me down below if you're watching this on the 22nd or the 23rd. I would really appreciate it. I love you all and I'll see you guys tomorrow with yet another banger. Good boy!